That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I have been there probably seven or eight times, and every time I go back, I really love it. And everyone I know that goes there absolutely ranks it very high. It's it, yeah. It, it exceeds your expectations usually, probably. You know. Yeah, it does. Um, mm-hmm. You're just amazed at what you can do. I mean, the ancient history that goes way back, um, hundreds and hundreds of years, and um, beautiful scenery. Uh, they have. Uh, relatively fabulous high mountains. In fact, um, they have a relative short ski season. Oh, they have, oh, really? Yeah, they have a ski resort, maybe, I don't know, eight or ten miles outside of Ulaanbaatar. And um, it has uh, numerous slopes, and they range from uh, easy to difficult. Oh, my gosh, wow. Wow, I had no idea. That would be an interesting ski trip, you know what I mean? Yeah, I had a friend... um, who skis, we live in Utah, uh-huh. and um, he went to Japan, South Korea, and Mongolia to go skiing the lesser-known ski resorts. Oh, nice. And he really enjoyed it. He couldn't believe it. But, I mean, they have the Gobi Desert right. there, the northern and northern side of it, and um, oh, just tons of things. You can fish, Buddhist monasteries, um, all kinds of wildlife, like um, mammoths and Mm. A gully sheep and uh, the world famous uh, Mongolian horses. Oh, the ho- yeah, I've, I've heard a lot. Of, uh, the horses are really big there, right? Like kind of a nomad kind of. Uh, yeah, horses. and, then, and um, you can ride camels. It's really a neat thing to go uh, to see. Now, um, it's a four season country. Okay. And definitely four seasons, and um, the best time to go. Probably would be mid-May to August. Okay. Uh, Mid-June to July being the best. But um, it's also the most crowded. So if you're going to go, you must start your reservations months in advance. Oh, like six six months to a year or so, maybe? Yeah, I would do it as early as you can, uh, at least six months. And uh, when you go to the Gobi Desert, uh, you would think that that would just be burning up all the time, but it isn't. Um, It rarely... um, I mean, it really is not that hot in the summer. Uh-huh. I mean, it can get up to 100, but the nights get very cold because it is a cold or high desert, um, which means uh, the elevations are between probably three to 5,000 feet, and the days are warm in the summer, and the nights get very cool, very cool. And um, yeah. I'd only go those months, personally. Yeah, and, and, okay. Well, I would not... Stay less than ten days. Really? Okay, that's the minimum. And you just 
You're just getting a sample. Uh, two weeks, 17 days is probably better. And, um, well, no, it is better. And it's also better to go back several times because it's a big country. Yeah. Very yeah. big. I don't know how big it is. I should have looked it up. And it's, it's big. It's right in between China and Russia, right? Yes. It's sandwiched right in the, in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, best way to travel it is um, either by an escorted tour or with private driver and guide, mainly because outside of Ulaanbaatar, there's no, very few people speak English. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and you're going to miss a tremendous amount. And also, um, they have um, different uh, ways to get around, like um, they have little minivans, Jeeps and SUVs that can take you to parts of the country. And uh, they only have a, a relatively small uh, train system. Um, and they're all safe, pretty safe and um, easy to use, but I don't recommend it unless you have loads of time and um, are able to get by a little bit in the language because you just can't. But everybody flies. Okay, they, they fly into the capital there? Yeah. Well, everybody flies into the capital, and then they... Oh, they fly to different places? in the country. Really? They, they don't... Okay. The, yeah, they have several airlines, and it's relatively inexpensive to fly. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it uh, just takes so much time. Now, many escorted tours will get on a bus, and um, they drive through the country. And that's a fabulous way to see it. Um, but you can, if you only have like one week, um, if you only can do it, you can stay in Ulaanbaatar, the capital and take day trips out and get a very, very good overview of the country. Okay, can you realize, so you can make that your home base and just have everything there and then, and then do, do like day trips or yes. or multiple it, it, day it, trips? Uh, yeah, you can even do multiple. Yeah. Um, like overnight, go somewhere. Right, and, and stay overnight. one night. Yeah, and then come back and go another direction overnight. Oh, okay. But um, it's not ideal. Not ideal at all. And... Um, because you need to stay time in the different regions, areas of the country. Okay. I mean, those mountains are fabulous. I went one time in whitewater rafted. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, uh -huh. and it was very good rafting. Wow. They don't have tons of it, but it was very good rafting. I really enjoyed it. And um, each region, each state there is, very, is different. It really is. What, what what makes it so unique, you know, to be like a top five destination? Like, what 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 are some of the main, you know, things that really, like, when you think of Mongolia, like you think of this, you know, you like you think of, uh, um, well, it, yeah, the, yeah, the people are very friendly. The people, very, okay, very nice. Okay, so that's a big, yeah, and the culture, the culture, and the, the people. The culture is and the history. I mean, this is the birthplace of Genghis Khan. Wow, wow, okay. And you can go out to where his headquarters were. Oh, really? They have remnants of a lot of that stuff? No, not even remnants. I mean, it's, it's a restored... Oh, my gosh. Um, ...walled city. Wow, I'll wow. talk about it in a little bit. Okay. Later, but... Yeah, um, but the history is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I really love the history. The scenery is beautiful. The scenery and the light yeah, and, and the stuff. contrast okay. of... Uh, Mountains like Alpine mountains. Oh wow! Like Having the Rockies and the Alps. Yeah. And not quite as high, not quite as much, but they're beautiful. The contrast of the desert and then the mountains. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, you most people start out in Ulaanbaatar 
the uh, capital. Now, you can either stay like one night, one full day, maybe two nights, okay. and then head out to other areas. Okay. Or you can stay three or four days because um, just right outside of town, well, it's a big city, but outside of um, the city, they um, even have um, nomadic tribes. Oh, wow. wow. You know, that you can go see them visit. And they have um, some of the day trips you can take or overnight trips out is uh, out to the Hussein Nuru National Park to see the Mongolian horses and uh, Mongolian uh, nomads. Wow. And, um, I mean, they have beautiful museums. Um, one of them is the National History Museum, and another is the National Museum of Mongolia. And they're very interesting. And um, in in the city, I mean, they have various uh, Buddhist uh, shrines and um, religious uh, churches, and they're beautiful, wow. very beautiful. Um, now, one thing about Ulaanbaatar, you must be aware, even though it's very safe, uh, some areas may have people that pick your pockets. Oh, really? What a pan- okay, you got to be careful. Yeah, not a lot of it, but you need to be aware that it could happen. Okay. And um, then, I mean, you can even, from Ulaanbaatar, go out to the northern edge of the Gobi Desert and ride a camel. Oh, wow. You know, they call it the mini Gobi. Um, it gives you a hint of what you're getting into. But you really need, uh, and you can also take a day trip out to the Orkhan Valley. And this is where uh, Karakoram is. And this is where the home, uh, the well, I should say, the base for Genghis Khan was. Wow, the fort. Yeah, it's a, it's a big area, huge, and it's walled, and it's very interesting to see. Oh, yeah. And going to the various um, buildings and little museums and things. And not far away from it is the Erdin Zu'u Monastery, which is the oldest and largest Buddhist monastery in Mongolia. And really? And it still has working monks. Oh, my gosh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's been there for centuries, and it, um, it's all in that area. Okay, and how far is that from the capital? There? Well, it's a day trip. It's you a... can do it in one day by driving. Okay. It's a couple of hours, and um, I don't recommend it because it's a long day, and um, you have to come back the same way you went, basically. Oh, okay. And see, I am a firm believer of doing what I call the around-the-island tour. I try never to go and come the same way. To go back, the, right. Right. I like to do different things. So um, what m- many people do is they will do a circle trip, for example. Oh, okay. <laughs> they will go out there, and then they will go um, into other areas where they can. But some of the day trips out of um, Butter, they will do a circle trip and hit some of those, go out and see the uh, horses, Mongolian horses, and uh, it's sort of a southwest and south, so they'll do a little circle trip and see those. Okay. And overnight, uh, maybe one or two nights, I recommend maybe two nights in two different areas. And um, But you you have to go to Karakoram. You have to do it because it, not only is it famous, but it was the ancient Mongolian capital about a 1,000 years ago. Wow, wow. And maybe seven, 800 years ago, something like that, but it was a long time ago. And um, 
there are some beautiful mountain um, ranges, and one of them is the Altai Mountain Range, but you have to fly there. Um, it's probably an hour or so flight west. Oh, wow. And um, okay. that is magnificent. Um, the famous place is the Altai Taban Bogd National Park, and it has magnificent glaciated peak mountains, and you can go horseback riding. Oh, really? The, the home of the Golden Eagle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've seen, like, like those competitions that they have, too, and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that happens, I think, is in August. Okay. If you're going to go out and see that, you've got about months. Oh, okay. Months in advance. I mean, maybe a year, year and a half uh, to go see that. But you can go horsebacking and hiking the mountains. And, and golden eagles. There's tons of golden eagles around. Yeah, uh, well, I won't say tons, but they do have them, and you, you, I've seen four or five on my desert south. Oh, okay. okay. And they have magnificently beautiful lakes. Oh, wow. Uh, it's a fabulous place to go. And uh, if you're out there, again, you can do a circle trip. You can fly, and there are various airports, but you can fly into one airport, Okay. Uh, drive through everything, and fly out at another airport. Really? You have to come back the same way, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. And it's uh, neat. Now, probably the most famous place there is the Gobi Desert. The go- okay. Yeah, it, um, the Gobi Desert is big. <clears throat> it's probably um, from the far west to the far east, stretching a bit. It's probably close to 1,000 miles. Jeez, wow. And there, yeah. there's oasises and villages around? You know. Well, the bit. answer is yes. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Gobi um no, I don't know how wide it is. It's very wide, but a good share of it is in China. Oh, right, right, okay. In North China and um, Northeast China. Okay. And when I went um, to the Danxi Mountain, oh, right. uh, it, which is in North Central China, it was in the Gobi Desert. Oh, okay, okay. But um, just me, I consider the Gobi Desert Mongolia. So I... I can, but it looks just like it does in China. But I consider Mongolia having what I call the Mongolian Desert. Okay. And that's big. And they have a, one town down there, uh, Dalang, I never said it right, Dalang Gazad, God. Um, it's the airport that you fly into. Oh, okay, to go to the Gobi Desert. Okay. Yeah, it's about a 45 minutes to an hour flight south. Okay. And they even have a paved road that will get you there. Oh, wow. So if you're driving around, you can do that. But I don't, it, it's not, unless you uh, go uh, and do like Karakom, um, like go out to Karakom and uh, some of the areas as you're driving down, Okay. then it's worth it. But no, I don't think it's worth it. But that's where you, um, the pavement ends, let me tell you. And um, then that's where you get your um, SUVs. Uh, when I was last down there at the Three Camel Lodge, um, they had a Russian-built SUV. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah, it has sliding doors on the side. You got in, different seats, you know, three rows of seats. And I tell you, they have rows in the, much of the Gobi Desert, but they're not paved. They're graded sand. Okay. And the little rocky uh, roads. Uh, that's like you can't believe, so be prepared if you have allergies. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, it, it can be very dusty. 
but you take trips out, and they have various lodges, <clears throat> uh, all different kinds of lodges, different prices, hotels. I wouldn't call them hotels uh, because they're more lodges uh, spread out. And um, many of them have gears, G-E-R-S. A gear is a yurt, a Mongolian yeah, yurt. Yeah, I've stayed in those, and, yeah, the, the, they're, they're all around the world, too. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they're real they popular. do have them all around the world. Yeah. And uh, mainly in Central Asia, um, okay. they have them. You can stay. I've stayed in the Kyrgyzstan. I stayed in the Hotel of Gares. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, and the uh, northeast part, and um, they have them in that area. Okay. So, uh, but Mongolia is really famous for them. That's great. Yeah, and you can stay in them and everything. Yeah. Yeah. The Three Camel Lodge is a bunch of Gares. Oh wow. With their own private bathroom. Oh, nice. Oh, and you pay for it, too, but it's worth every penny. Is it? Okay. And um, as you're in the Gobi, um, and, and the Gobi is big, as I said, and um, most people don't do day trips um, from um, anywhere because they, they'll just take a trip and drive to the Gobi and maybe stay two or three nights. Because you can go out to sort of to the northern part of the desert, gotcha. the central part, and that's where they found um, dinosaur fossils. Yeah, that's what I've heard. They have a big uh, dinosaur quarry, or yeah, dinosaurs up there. Yeah, and uh, out by the Flaming Cliffs is Bayanza, where they found uh, the dinosaur eggs. Oh my gosh! Oh, okay. Now I have to tell you about the Gobi Desert. There are sand dunes. It's sort of like Death Valley. Oh, okay. And a little bit like Sahara. Gotcha. But it is more rock. Oh, it's it's rocky. Okay. Yeah, more um, sand with rock in it. And um, so, yeah, they, it is sandy. But there are a lot of mountains out there. Okay. And you can climb these mountains. And if you're the Three Camel Lodge, they take you out to a sunset. Um, oh, nice. Um, I guess you call it, um, they have uh, hors d'oeuvres and liquor and sodas, and you watch the um, the sun go down. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. they take you out a bit early, and you climb this mountain, not a huge one, but yeah, it's a, a big one. And you walk across, it's sort of a plateau, Okay. and you walk across the top, come down the other side, and that's where they've set up the tables, and it's fabulous to be out in the desert. <laughs> But, yeah, they've got all kinds of things you can do, um, riding camels. And some of that is more deserty. But there are tons of lakes mm, okay. and um, nomadic people. And they drive you out in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. And here is a gear. And the thing that's funny about the gears nowadays, and they're portable. And they raise camels, and they have camels all over. And um, when they feel like it, they pick up their gears. And right off somewhere else. And wow. the gears again. So they're very nomadic. And But the funny thing about it is they have solar panels. And they have electric light. They have cell phones that work in the middle of the desert. Wow. And nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And, so, yeah they, they have some amenities then a little bit. Yeah. They, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they don't have running water in the sense of, you know, like a good hot shower and a, Oh, okay. like that. And you can stay in some of these gears if you prearrange it. 
But, I mean, they have electricity. I think it's wonderful. Wow. But it's so bizarre. You have driven for 30, 45 minutes in the middle of this desert, dust flying everywhere. Uh-huh. And here's this gear, maybe a couple of gears set up, and it's a family. Oh, okay. And they have their camels, and uh, you go in, and they serve you their wow. uh, tea and some snacks. And uh, they talk, and the, your guide will interpret for you. And it's really neat. You sit on the floor. Uh, it's neat. Nice. And, um, but it's very, very different than what you might think. Um, they have a canyon that you walk to the uh, bottom of it for a long ways. I don't remember, six miles or more. And uh, you walk from one end to the other. And um, it's like going to a miniature Grand Canyon without the river at the bottom. Wow, really? It's okay. Yeah. And, um, but as I say, you could spend a week in the Gobi wow. if you did different areas of it. And most people do. Many people... Spend a week um, out there, really? And do. Yeah, uh, they will take a tour from Ulaanbaatar down to the Gobi, and we'll see maybe um, the north, a little bit of the northwest part, and come down and do stay at the Three Camel Lodge. It's expensive. But, wow, is it wonderful. That's great, and, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, everything's included in that expensive price. So you don't do, pay anything else. All the uh, day trips out, I recommend staying a minimum of three nights, preferably four nights. Okay. To do it. And then uh, most people fly right back up to Ulaanbaatar. So, I mean, it's a magnificent country. Yeah. yeah. I know I've not probably inspired anyone to go there. <laughs> but I tell you, um, you get... it's the feeling and it's the, um, mm. um, the culture and the food. How's the, I was just going to ask, how's the food there? Yeah, I'm sure it's probably a wide variety of different foods yeah it is um meat basic meat Mm -hmm. they have like lamb and um they don't have a lot of pork okay at least i didn't experience that unless they ship it in yeah but uh it's more of a lamb a lot of lamb and central asian diet yeah okay yeah and um Rice. A lot of rice and yeah. kebabs so, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and even and they have wide variety of hotels from. Um, oh, okay. For one accommodation. Star to five star. Brilliant. So they have all, all different types of hostels, probably two and different. Yeah. Things. And uh, one time I stayed there, I'll never forget this. At the Kempinski Hotel in Ulaanbaatar, they um, for breakfast at the buffet breakfast, and you'll never guess they have Skippy peanut butter. Oh, no way. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. That's wild. That's <laughs> wild seeing that in the middle of nowhere. I thought, oh, it's too late to go to Mongolia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like seeing a Starbucks in China or something. Yeah. You know, or, or, oh, I tell you, it's just, yeah. it was, I looked at that and I ate almost the entire jar. Right. <laughs> that is good. It, yeah, it's a good peanut butter. Yeah, they had um, their wonderful bread. Oh, oh I bet. Good bread. So I, I the bakeries? With their, uh, their Skippy peanut butter on it. That's, yeah. And uh, their jam. And I tell you, I thought it was in America. Except the bread was better. But um, I thought, I can't believe this. Yeah, that's so great. I, yeah. I, so I can't, it, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's your top five. I can't believe that, Jerry. It's, it's in your the top, top five. five. And I think, and as I said, everyone that goes there said, why didn't I come here earlier? Really? God, that's and amazing. I got to. People go more than once. I gotta put it on my bucket list here. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, it's well worth it, and yeah. I recommend it. Um, really, as a 
single destination. Okay. Yeah, you can't combine it. Yeah, like just Mongolia, and then instead of going no, like to Japan or, or South well, Korea or China. You yeah. can. But that would be too much. Yeah. If well, you have more time. They're so different in cultures and foods and experiences and scenery and everything. Yeah. That uh, Mongolia should be spent 14, 17 days. Okay. Just yep. there. Yeah. I mean, you can. Uh-huh. One time, my friend and I, uh, he wanted to climb Mount Fuji. We've mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah. And um, he didn't want to see anything in Japan. We climbed Fuji, and we flew to Mongolia and stayed a week in Mongolia. Wow. And and that worked. And some people, um, I've done this. I've included it in an around-the-world trip. All right. And most of it was in Mongolia and like uh, the and Siberia and Russia Far East. I went to Moscow on that trip and took part of the Trans-Siberian Railroad and then um, for about five days maybe total for the whole Moscow and then went to Mongolia for about 10 days, I think, on that trip and then um, went to uh, to, uh, Irkutsk and from there by train and to Ulanud that I went to Irkutsk and then I flew to... um, Far East Russia. Wow. And um, spent about a week, 10 days out there. And so you can do that. And it all blends and fits because it's all different, but it it sort of, they're like cousins. Okay, okay. Yeah, not like two different families, like combining Japan and Mongolia. No. Right. South Korea, no. I don't even recommend China and Mongolia because China needs to be a single destination. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you've been there three or four times, then you can bop around. Right. But your first time, only go to Mongolia and stay there and see it. Go east to west. Okay, and try to see. Okay. And I like to end in the Gobi. In the Gobi. And, and in the yeah. Gobi. Okay. And yeah. Because yeah, you get the rich experience. And... Because that, besides the horses and the golden eagles, that is the only thing Americans ever heard of. Right. <clears throat> and much of the world. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. And Genghis Khan, of course. Right. But um, you must, I like to end in the Gobi. I always end in the Gobi. Okay. Okay. But put it on your list and go as soon as you can because, as I said, they have Skippy peanut butter. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. the bears in the middle of, nowhere. I mean, nowhere. That's, There's no town, no nothing, not even neighbors. That's great. That, if you want to get away, yeah. And here they are, and they have uh, cell panels, solar panels. Wow, yeah, and, and cell phones. But, yeah. And cell phones, and, you know, yeah. I was in one, they even had a TV. Wow. I mean, which is wonderful, but, I mean, yeah. you better go quick if you're going to go. Yeah, it's changing pretty yeah, quick, yeah. have all the roads and the go be paved. Right, and, right. Um, have a tr- high-speed train coming through. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I tell you. All right. Well, 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 thanks, Jerry. But that's all. And, and f- feel free, everybody, to uh, email us at uh, go, go to traveladviceshow.com and contact us. And you can listen to our shows on iTunes. And then, uh, but yeah, ask us any questions too for Jerry and I. And yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we ended up talking about Mongolia because it is fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, well th- thanks, Jerry, and, and ha- ha- safe travels. Okay.